0: Well, hi there. Welcome to episode 39 of the Fitness Mama podcast. I am excited to have on the podcast someone who is very passionate about looking after women once baby is born. I am chatting to the lovely Stephanie O'Brien, a postpartum doula in Melbourne. In Steph's role as a postpartum doula, she works with women during pregnancy to plan for their ideal postpartum. This includes tackling any fears or worries, setting up support networks, and village building and getting clear on personal boundaries and learning how to boost oxytocin, which is the love hormone, in postpartum. Steph loves babies, but describes her approach as a 100% mother-focused. Because as we all know, we can't pour from an empty cup. In this episode, Steph and I chat about her top three tips for a peaceful postpartum experience, and I really do think it is one that all pregnant and new mums need to hear. But before we do dive into this episode, I want to let you know about the free seven-day trial that's available for Fitness Mama. In these seven days, you are able to try one of our twice-weekly live-streamed Pilates classes. Do as many on-demand classes as you'd like. Binge listen to guest experts, speakers discussing topics including hypnobirthing, induction, calm birthing, mindset, and more. And there are also heaps of Q&A sessions with myself on all sorts of topics such as abdominal muscle separation, pregnancy related pelvic pain, caesarean scar massage, mastitis and more. All you need to do is head to wwwfitnestmamacom forward slash free. That's F-I-T-N-E-S-T-M-A-M-A dot com forward slash free. All right, let's get into the show. Well, thank you, Steph, for joining me today. It's lovely to chat.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm very excited.
0: Oh, we've been talking so much on Instagram, so it's good to I know.
1: finally
0: see you face back, to face. I think
1: it was back when you like were first starting the podcast, so finally.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so for those who don't know you, could you introduce yourself and let us know what you do?
1: Yeah, sure. So I'm Steph. I'm a postpartum doula in Melbourne. I live in the Western suburbs. I've got a a little boy who is nearly three, a husband and yeah, I don't know. It's really hard to describe yourself sometimes.
0: <laughs> it's a bit like that. So what, what is a postpartum doula?
1: So a postpartum doula is someone that's going to work with you in pregnancy to help you kind of achieve the postpartum that you want and someone that will be there after the baby is born to help you navigate that early motherhood period because it's such a challenging and fragile time and, you know, it's also a really beautiful time but we often don't have the support that we need or the village that we need to help us feel like we're coping. So a postpartum doula is someone that's going to come in and basically be your post-birth wing woman, someone that's there just for you, not focused on the baby. They're focused on you and your emotional well-being and your physical health and so many things, (laughs) making sure that you're resting and getting enough sleep and eating the right food and Yeah, just someone to sort of be a sounding board with.
0: Oh, sounds amazing. (laughs) Um, So just to be clear, there's doulas for childbirth, is that correct? And then you specialise more in just the postpartum phase?
1: Yeah, so there's some doulas that will do both birth and postpartum and some that are just birth specific and then some that are postpartum specific. So for me, I'm just postpartum, but I do have conversations with my clients around birth around how they want to birth and just to make sure that um, we try and do whatever we can to make sure they get the birth that they're after, but I'm not physically there during birth. So
0: how do you vary from the support that someone might get? I guess that's the problem, isn't it? Once you have your baby, generally there's a couple of visits from the maternal child health nurse into your home, maybe one or two, I can't remember, And then it's checkups every few weeks at the maternal child health centre. Like, how do you, how's your role different
1: to other supports that a new mum might have? I think with the maternal and child health appointments, They are really focused on the baby. They're there to weigh the baby and to make sure they're reaching milestones, which is really important. But a postpartum doula is not there to look at things from, you know, a medical perspective. They're really there to make sure that mum is coping with all of the changes that are happening. And they might be coming in and doing like a birth debrief. So someone there to listen to your experience without, you know, passing judgment or opinions. And I think sometimes with maternal and child health appointments, it can be it's you know it's a quick appointment it's 15 minutes you're in and out you don't really get to talk to anyone if you are feeling like that you're struggling or not coping whereas a postpartum doula is going to come into your home and probably be there for a minimum of three hours every visit and make sure that you're getting exactly what you need and there's someone that you trust as well so someone that you're more likely to share with what's really going on below the surface yeah so
0: It sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong. So you're not there for the medical side of things. You don't have the medical training, but you're there, like, as you said, as a wing woman or that best friend or that mother, that support network for those early days and weeks.
1: Yeah. And that can look like a lot of different things to every individual woman, depending on what she needs. So It can be really daunting asking for help when you're a new mother. I think we have this fear of being a burden or a fear of being rejected. With a postpartum doula, they're there for you. So there's someone you can call up and say, hey, I'm exhausted. Can you come over? I just need to sleep. And while they're sleeping, you can do their washing, cook their dinner, clean their kitchen, make sure baby's okay. And then the next visit might be that they just want to get outside and get some sunshine on their face. So they might go for a walk while you have the baby at home or there's, there's honestly so many variations of what a postpartum doula does. We wear a lot of hats. Can you talk more? Like I was
0: just getting right into what you were saying. Give me a week in the life of a
1: postpartum doula. (laughs) Oh gosh. So it really depends what for me personally, I like to work with my clients while they're pregnant to really nut out what it is that they're after, what they need from me. And so for most of them, it's that they don't have, they might not have a lot of family nearby or people that they really feel like they can rely on or speak honestly with. They might have had a really you know, negative first postpartum experience. So this time they want to have the support in place to make sure that um, they're looked after. For example, if it's a first visit with a mum that's just had her baby, I would come in and just sit with her, maybe have a coffee and a tea, I'll bring the snacks and, you know, all of the yummy things and we'll just see where she's at and how she's feeling about her birth experience. And so, you know, there might be things coming up, you know, from her birth experience that are impacting her in postpartum now, like maybe some birth trauma or, you know, she might just want some tips on breastfeeding to make sure that, you know, everything's looking okay and baby's feeding well and just some reassurance. It's really varied.
0: This episode is proudly brought to you by Solidea, providing all of your pregnancy and recovery support needs. Solidea's maternity range supports your changing body throughout your pregnancy and the postpartum period. The proven compression and patented fabric helps to reduce back and pelvic joint pain, swelling and varicose veins, and it's safe and effective following vaginal and caesarean section deliveries. Solidea improves recovery from episiotomies, tears, hematomas, and after caesarean births. Made in Italy, Solidea's maternity range ensures pregnant women and new mums look good and feel great. Recommended by obstetricians and physiotherapists, Solidea is offering 20% off using the code FITNEST20, that's F-I-T-N-E-S-T 20. So if you're in the market for some new support wear for pregnancy or postpartum, definitely go and check them out with the code Fitness 20 for 20% off. So visit www.solidea, that's www.solidea.com.au and check them out for yourself. And the link is in the show notes. It sounds so brilliant. So a few episodes ago, I'll have to quickly look up which episode it was, but I spoke to the lovely Helen Nightingale who's a midwife and she's created an unpacking after baby service because she found there was a big need for women to debrief after having a baby and unpack not just the birth story but like some women have an amazing birth but their pregnancy was really challenging or trying to conceive or that newborn after birth period so to be able to debrief with you or just talk and you know talk uninterrupted about your experience whatever that might be I personally think that would be so beneficial and so healing for so many women
1: yeah and I think for a lot of women just talking about it once isn't enough, you know, as the weeks and months go on different layers sort of start to peel back from that experience. And it's really good to have someone there that you trust that you can talk with. I know in my own experience, I was so desperate for someone to ask me how my birth went and no one did. Or if they did, it was that, you know, they would say, oh, well, that's nothing. This is what happened to me. And, you know, you don't really feel validated in that. But we know that, you know, a lot of women are struggling in postpartum with postnatal anxiety and depression. And a lot of that stems from birth trauma. So it's really important that you've got someone that you trust that you can unpack this stuff with and someone that can refer you on, you know, if you do need more specialised help from, you know, a psychologist or a counsellor or something like that.
0: That's great. So can we unpack that a little bit more, your Postpartum experience? Because I I believe that was a big driver behind becoming a postpartum doula.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I I wasn't a postpartum doula before I had my son. I was working in a corporate communications background. I had my son, and I just remember it was probably week two or three thinking to myself, this is so bloody hard. Like, (laughs) why did no one tell me this? And, you know, obviously people don't necessarily want to scare you or, you know, tell you the horror stories. But I felt like I just wasn't prepared for, I guess, the emotional shift and the sleep deprivation. And I just would have loved to have had someone that I could text at 2am and be like, hey, help me. (laughs) And there's also so much information you get in postpartum. So whether it's the maternal and child health nurse, your GP, your obstetrician, whoever it might be, there's all of this information and a lot of it is conflicting and confusing. So it's great to have, you know, I wish I had have had someone that was just the one person I went to for things. (laughs) And then I guess later on in postpartum, I really felt lonely, like really lonely after my husband was back at work and people sort of stopped visiting, you know, it's just you and the baby. And it's like, I don't really know what to do with myself right now. And so overcoming that loneliness and, you know, I really wish I had have learnt that I didn't have to be doing it all to be a good (laughs) mum and that it was okay to say I'm feeling lonely right now and I need to find some community. But in saying that too, I feel like I had a, a very supportive family and very supportive friends in early postpartum. And that only makes me think, well, how do people cope when they don't have anyone? And that's when I knew, like, I just feel so called to this work. Like I knew that I wanted to work with women in postpartum and hopefully help make a bit of a difference to their experience because I think we get postpartum wrong a lot of the time as well. You know, having your partner's only home for two weeks, that kind of sends a message that you should be fine after two weeks on your own and that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: no absolutely I could talk for an hour about that <laughs> from a physical from a physical point of view absolutely two weeks postpartum, you might have to be at the supermarket pushing a
1: trolley with a toddler on a hip and Yeah and and especially I mean for me I ended up having an emergency cesarean so that was you know a good 6 weeks of recovery but then you really don't recover from a C section you know you need to give yourself a good 12 months to fully recover from things And I'm sure in the work that you do, you know, you're providing that physical support to women. I didn't know that existed, (laughs) which is really sad.
0: Well, that's right. Even
1: we're chatting on your
0: podcast soon. So everyone will have to check out your podcast, which is called Postpartum Stories with Steph. And I will be chatting about my postpartum experience and how that was a big driver behind creating Fitness Mama. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. I think it's improving the postpartum support, but it's got a long way to go.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like I think, you know, you get given all these handouts in hospital, (laughs) like big pieces of paper after you've had your baby, like here's some people you can call, but it's not not really like specialised or specific. Like there's no no postpartum doula handout and they probably should
0: that's right and like I wish every single woman who had a baby would have a six-week public floor assessment whether or not you had a vaginal or a caesarean because we know that incontinence is such a big issue especially later in life and we know that pregnancy and childbirth are one of the big risk factors yet in Australia there isn't that option it's improving around the world now I do believe France I might be wrong but France and England now have a six-week pelvic floor check which is amazing so hopefully one day if we keep talking about it one day it will happen here in australia too okay so steph you're all about creating a village in that postpartum experience in that postpartum period could you please take me through let's say three tips to help create that postpartum village to help support you and
1: help you along the way sure so I think we've probably all heard the phrase it takes a village to raise a child but we don't have a village so much in western culture anymore tens of thousands of years ago um, we traveled with our families and we were you know hunting and gathering and if a woman had a baby there were six other adults that could help hold the baby while she rested or feed the mum and make sure that she was looked after we don't have that anymore but there are some things you can do to try and help create your village. So my first sort of tip is to just make a list of your friends and family that you can really count on and by this i mean anyone that you f- you would feel comfortable crying in front of, being naked in front of and farting in front of because that is early postpartum. You know, you are a little bit of a mess and you don't want to have Auntie Karen sitting on the couch waiting for her cup of tea and judging you for not brushing your hair. So only having those people in your space that you really trust and that you know would want to help you in early postpartum. So friends that will bring a meal, friends that will go and make their own cup of tea or will go and put a load of washing on. So really nut that out and don't include anyone just because they're family or friends because not all help is good help. My second tip would be to outsource where possible in those first few weeks. So it might be, you know, food delivery services like HelloFresh or YouFoods um, just to, t- to take the pressure off having to cook and having to even think about food, getting a cleaner in if that's something that you um, you can afford to do maybe once a month just for the first few months. Again, taking that pressure off yourself to feel like you have to be doing all these things when really you just should be resting and falling in love with your baby.
0: And, you know, even delegating friends or family or your partner, whoever it is, to do that heavy housework. So the vacuuming, the taking out of the heavy laundry can weigh kilos, kilograms. It's so heavy, that wet wet laundry. So making sure you delegate those tasks because that will really help with your pelvic floor
1: and core recovery too in those first six weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And I've had clients that have made a little list of things. They've stuck it on their front door. And it's, you know, a friendly list that says, hey, guys, here are some things that you're more than welcome to help out with, you know, and it's worked really well. Like and the other thing I think is a great idea is to have people um, help entertain older children, you know, take them to the playground, take them out for a few hours just so you've got some one on one time with your baby as well. And so that they're feeling, you know, that connection with someone too.
0: This was a godsend for me. With my third baby, I should have got on, onto it with my second. But with my third, I knew that my husband worked long hours and I called upon a babysitter to come and help me out between 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock. I was so lucky, you know, to be able to have her. And she this little teenager babysitter and she was brilliant. I loved it.
1: (laughs) She was like my doula. (laughs) Yeah. And that was sort of during that witching hour too, where you really need an extra set of hands. So that's so good that you did that.
0: She didn't take over. She just helped me, you know, get the older kids dressed and
1: helped to read a book
0: while I was breastfeeding, those sorts of things.
1: Perfect. And so the third thing I would recommend is looking at your digital community. You know, we've got social media in our hands 24 seven. There are a variety of different Facebook groups for parents some of them won't be your people and so it's a good idea to have a think about you know the kind of people you want to connect with because i think we're all craving connection and community in early postpartum but it can be really difficult to find those people. So, you know, if you know that you want to take a gentle parent approach to mothering, go and find yourself a gentle parents group on Facebook and see if there are people there that you can connect with. Or the Australian Breastfeeding Association has monthly in-person catch-ups. So you could attend one of those as well in your local area going to Rhyme Time or Mums and Bubs Yoga and being that person, I know it takes a lot of courage, but being that person afterwards that says, hey, I'm going to go grab a coffee next door if anyone wants to come and join me. And I can guarantee you there'll be some mums that will come with you <laughs> because they're all looking for
0: the village. That's such a good little tip. I like that. It's so easy.
1: <laughs> it's,
0: it's almost like
1: dating, but you know, in your...
0: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And I never thought that an online village would cut it. And I do, there's always 100% you need your face-to-face village. Mm. Like, I don't think we can take that away. But I never thought too much about the online community until I created Fitness Mama. And Mm. I'd have to say that's one of the loveliest aspects of... The membership is seeing the women chat to each other, ask questions, help each other out, post photos, that that sort of thing. So
1: Yeah, and there's there's the opportunity there too for people to catch up in person as well. Like it might start off online but then move into in person if, you know, they have lots in common. So
0: Absolutely. That's great. So be the person to be the one suggesting inside mothers group or you know mums and some mums and bubs group that you're in to let's go let's go get a coffee or let's have a little play date at the park or something mm. like that that's
1: lovely and i think you know you're not always going to connect with every mother and even having a coffee with someone doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be lifelong friends but it is good to just have that that moment in time and you know you never know you might end up being best friends forever but i think as well like we have our babies in common and then you get to a point where you do need to have more in common with someone other than the fact that you've just had a baby. So it's nice to kind of play around with that and try a few different ways of meeting mums.
0: It's really interesting with mother's groups, like a lot of my friends have had different experiences with mother's group. Most of them have been really quite positive, but my mother's group was a bit more inner city, Melbourne, where we lived at the time. And we all pretty much 80% of us all went into the outer suburbs within a few years. So we did spread out, which unfortunately put a bit of an end to our sessions. But having said that, we've got a WhatsApp group, we catch up every few school holidays, and it's like just coming back to old friends. There's something about sharing an experience at the same time with other people that I think really helps to create a beautiful bond.
1: Yeah. And seeing your kids grow up as well, like looking back at the photos you first took at you know the first mum's christmas where you had these tiny babies and then five years later where they're all running around and you know being little people (laughs) it's brilliant
0: amazing well thank you so much steph to finish up putting you on the spot here but what if you could have just you know a few words of wisdom to the mum out there who's listening who's just had a baby what would it be
1: Oh, that is tricky. My words of wisdom would just be to go gently on yourself and just don't put pressure on yourself to be anything or be doing anything right in this moment. Honor what you've achieved, honor the birth that you've had, honor that you've grown a human and brought them into the world and ask for help when you need it. That would be my words of wisdom. Well,
0: brilliant. <laughs> Thank you, Steph. We'll- finish up there on that lovely note so for those who want to find out a
1: bit more about you where can they find you you can find me at my website so that's www.postpartumwithsteph.com or on instagram at postpartum underscore with underscore steph and also my podcast as well which is postpartum stories with steph And you can find that anywhere that you listen to your podcast.
0: Brilliant. Thank you so much, Steph, for joining me today. Thanks, Kat. And before I sign off, remember my team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode with all the links at fitnessmama.com forward slash podcast, including how to connect with Steph and also how to join our free seven day trial for Fitness Mama. Lastly, if you did enjoy this episode, send me a DM. I would just love to hear from you. Have a fabulous day, everyone, and I look forward to you joining me next week for another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Fitness Mama so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon.